0: Hey everyone, this is Reha and Alexa. Welcome to the Library Pass. For those of you who are new and first timers, welcome. We are your hosts for this podcast and we're going to be talking about the uh, book Wilder Girls by Rory Power today.
1: Yeah, so today we're gonna be talking about Wilder Girls. So, Reha, why don't we give them a site synopsis of the book?
0: Yeah, so a quick synopsis would be: It's been almost two years since the Raxter School for Girls has been put under quarantine after a super mysterious disease called the Tox began infecting the inhabitants of Rackster's Island. And, you know, we follow these three girls as they try to figure out the talks, their quarantine companions, and each other. Definitely, spoiler alert, don't read the back of the book. Um, It's much more fun uh, and adventurous if you don't.
1: No, yeah, we didn't read the back of the book, so we got all the plot twists. So how do you feel about it? Because I have some opinions.
0: Honestly... I'm not gonna lie, it was kind of disappointing. Like, I was really hyped up for the book. I felt like I had heard a lot of good things about it, and I didn't read a lot about it before. I just kind of was like, okay, this sounds good. Let's go into it. And so I was excited to read it, but definitely didn't live up to my expectations. I would probably rate it like a three stars out of five. I just felt like Personally, I didn't really connect with all of the characters, and I thought there were a lot of issues with pacing of the book, like, it started out pretty slow, and then the end was just super fast, like, there was a ton of things happening, like, when I was, I want to say, like, on the, like, second last chapter of the book, I thought there was going to be, like, a couple hundred pages more, like, I didn't expect it to end so quickly, so... I think those are my two biggest issues. Like, I just couldn't connect.
1: I relate. I feel like I couldn't relate to any of the characters, even though the book was first person. You're inside the characters' minds. You should be able to connect with the character more. Yeah. I couldn't really, like, get into their headspace. But I feel like what really let me down was that it was, like, told or sold as a Lord of the Flies retelling, but, like, with girls. And like, I was like, oh, so cool, I've read Lord of the Flies, I'm excited to read a female version, and it didn't live up to the expectation. It was like, it had Lord of the Flies aspects, but it wasn't really a Lord of the Flies book.
0: Oh, definitely. When I, like, started reading it, I didn't really see any connections to Lord of the Flies. I think there are a few once you get into it. But, yeah, you know, like, as someone who read Lord of the Flies as part of their high school curriculum, I did enjoy that book quite a bit. And I know you, you know, you read it, like, not even part of schoolwork. So I know you definitely, like, liked it and enjoyed it.
1: No, I liked the book. It was, yeah, like, personal enjoyment. I just wanted to read the book. So I was, like, kind of disappointed. Also, lack of character development. Like, maybe the book is just short paced, like the duration of the story is just like across a few days, but there's not really that much character development with the girls.
0: Yeah, like I did find myself wanting to know more about them, like especially, you know, their backgrounds. Like I felt like Byatt and Hetty. they were both really interesting characters, but there was a lot of mystery around their, you know, lives before Raxter. Like, we know why it was sent to Raxter, but we don't know why Hetty is there. We don't really know their connections with their parents as much. Like I feel like throughout the book that's kind of a theme, like that they don't necessarily like love their parents or have a deep connection to their parents and I kinda wonder why. Only Reese, Reese is the only one who does with her father.
1: Yeah, I also find it interesting that Reese, like you said, like they're all quite mysterious. We don't know why they're there or like there are like reasons for being at the school, but especially Reese, we don't really know much about her.
0: Yeah, and then I also feel like by the time we even figured out what was happening on the island, it was basically at the end of the book, right? Because like we didn't really know what exactly the talks was or if you could like survive that. And then at the end, when Byatt cuts it out of her body, we figure that out. Yeah, I don't know. It was just too too long. And, like, I'm okay with the open-ended ending of the book. I'm fine with that. Like, I think those can be good. And I felt like it was good that she left it open-ended because you can use your imagination and, you know, think what you want about what happens to the characters in the end. But I just thought, like, the last few chapters of the book, it was just so chaotic. There was so much stuff happening. If she had just paced it better... It would have been so much more cohesive.
1: No, yeah, for sure. I feel like the pacing of the book is quite weird. Like getting into like writing style, the book is in first person. But we also have changing perspectives, which I thought was really peculiar about the book. Like you're like in one person's minds for like the majority of the book. And then suddenly you change into this other character's minds, which I thought was really weird. And yeah, like just the pacing in general, the first quarter or third of the book, is basically exposition and world development and then it's just like slow action up until like the chaos of the end.
0: Yeah exactly. Um, I did think the switching was kind of weird but also I felt like you could you you knew whose mind you were in like even if she didn't like you know, stayed at like in the chapter. Like if she didn't write like, oh, buy it or a Hetty. You know, I felt like you knew based on the writing style because I do think it changed when it was by it's perspective. There were shorter, shorter sentences compared to Hetty's, and by it was obviously in a whole different scenario than Hetty. So I felt like it was very obvious. So in that sense, I didn't mind that, but I also think because she did that it also like prevented us from getting close to the characters because we spent such a short amount of time with by it throughout the book but she's still written in first perspective.
1: Like, I don't understand. Like, the the choices the author make, they're interesting, and it makes the book more unique. But also, I don't know if they benefit the story and, like, the way it's written. Because, yeah, you couldn't really, like, get into connect to the characters because, like, once you were actually connecting, you were switched to this other character completely. So, I don't know. I think it was just weird. I have very lukewarm... (laughs) feelings about the book. I relate, but I think what's really
0: interesting is that they were in quarantine and we are in quarantine right now
1: we are <laughs> yeah um it's been interesting what have you been up to during quarantine oh i've i've been doing nothing i've just been at my house like obviously like everyone else should be isolating from the world um no i've like i've had a very chill summer i i haven't been taking any classes i've just been in my room doing my own thing mostly watching netflix and talking to you and some other friends though i've done my own share of little things here and there it's been mostly nothing
0: hey you're doing this podcast come on you gotta add that to
1: your list i am doing the podcast yes but like this like like another chill thing no i've i've been to the beach quite a few times so i've been trying to get my tan on even though it's not really going well because they closed the beaches again. Woo! Damn, sad life.
0: When you're living on the island and you can go to the beach, whatever you want. Literally, I wish.
1: Yeah, unless they <laughs> closed the beaches.
0: <laughs> okay, at least they were open for a while. The California beaches have just been eternally closed.
1: Oh, no. that That's sad, no. I, like, I like I need to get some vitamin D. Oh
0: my God. Yeah, I feel that. Like, I seriously got so pale. Like, just being inside all day
1: every day you did. you got pale bitch
0: yeah i did i was paler than normal i'm
2: casper the friendly ghost over here so you don't you can't speak on that
0: uh <sighs> But my quarantine has been vastly different than yours because I've been working this summer, so I've been interning with a non-profit, so most of my weekdays are spent doing that. But when I do have free time, I guess for me, I usually try to, like, stay in touch and talk to my friends, kind of like what you said, meeting through FaceTime, or I do weekly virtual board game nights with some of my friends, which is really fun. Codenames is our favorite, and I definitely recommend it to those of you who enjoy board
1: games, but other than that, I'm also watching a shit ton of of netflix and of course reading books no same i feel like yeah like i just like facetiming doing things spending countless hours on tiktok you know that screen time is going up (laughs) oh my
0: god literally today in the morning i got one of those notifications that said my screen time is down 23 percent from last week so oh great
2: because mine said yours is up 15 (laughs) percent <laughs> so you can see how my life is going just based on that. Okay, but I don't I don't use TikTok,
0: so I don't I, I, I have like one less distraction to use my phone, so it's
1: true, but it's not only TikTok. It's been TikTok and Twitter.
0: One after the other. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. But oh, we should give some recommendations. Yes, okay quarantine recommendations by reyhand alexa
1: okay so let's let's start with books because obviously yes about podcasts we're gonna give them some book recommendations
0: okay so some of the books we're gonna be reading in the next few weeks are six of crows and crooked kingdom uh, and we definitely recommend those to you as well as handmaiden's tale little woman Book Thief, and Perks of Being a Wallflower.
1: Yeah, so you can read those if you want to be, you know, on top of the game with us.
0: Yeah, so definitely read those and stay tuned, especially if you want to follow with us for the next couple of weeks. Um, I also definitely recommend... Little Fires Everywhere I recently read it and it's a great contemporary so if that's kind of what you're into I would definitely read that as well
1: yeah also we're talking about
2: Wilder Girls which is inspired by Lord of the Flies and because this one was a letdown if you want a Lord of the Flies book you can read Lord of the Flies
0: (laughs) (laughs) yes okay what about Netflix shows ooh
2: Oh my God, I have so many. That's all I do every day, every fucking hour of the day. So for Netflix recommendations, I've suggest Criminal Minds. I feel like an iconic series all in all, especially if you like crime. I would also
1: suggest, well, Avatar, but I feel like everyone and their mother has already watched it. Um, the Vampire Diaries, I think that's a good one. Yeah.
0: For me, I would have to recommend some, like, classics. Like, personally, I've always loved Gilmore Girls, so I would definitely re-watch Gossip Girl. I've been re-watching that, too.
1: Um, oh, Gossip Girl is a good one.
0: Yes, <laughs> definitely. I think also, probably, like, I've seen The Handmaiden's Tale it's on Hulu. That one's really good too.
1: Yeah, I would also suggest if you have Amazon Prime Teen Wolf. i like, mean, that's a great one. Oh,
0: yes. <laughs> I've been, yeah, we've been watching all of like the OG,
2: like old ones. Yeah, no. Yeah, I haven't been watching like any new stuff. I've been re watching old shows.
0: Yeah, oh, I recently watched um, this real estate one it's called selling sunset and it's like a reality tv it's so stupid but like personally when i'm i just have free time i just like watching that because the
1: actors are they're interesting characters so oh my god yeah no for reality tv i love my cooking show so the great british baking show yes. is the shit
0: <laughs> oh my god yes every time i watch that show i just want to eat like oh my <laughs> so god far. i want some good cake <laughs> Uh, yes some pastries like everything on there just looks impeccable
2: it's great i want mary and paul to bake me a cake
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah honestly i used to watch so many cooking shows but like i'm like caught up with all the seasons and now they're not filming so like sad life oh no oh my god all right any other
2: recommendations movies i don't watch that many movies I'm not a movies person, so I don't have movie- that good movie recommendations. But, like, like Coming
1: to Mind, Clueless. Oh, Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. That's a good one. Oh, I don't think I've seen that. Um. Oh, I haven't watched it, but I want to watch it. Scott, Scott Pilgrim versus The World. Like, a lot of people have seen that, so I don't know. Oh, I have not seen that either. Um, I want to say... Honestly, I was
0: rewatching The 100-Foot Journey. I love that movie. It's, like, one of my favorites. It's about cooking, so, you know, you can't go wrong. And it takes place in Paris, and it has, like, Indian representation. So, you know... I just love that movie. It's like my favorite. It has everything I want. <laughs>
1: Ooh, no, that sounds really interesting. I would also recommend some Spanish shows. Elite. Oh, yes. I love Elite. Money Heist. Yes. Grand Hotel. We span Spanish shows all the way in this household. Okay, but
0: what about like Las Chicas Cables? Like, I love that show too. La, La
1: Chica del Cable is the best. You can also go watch Cable Girls. Everything. Uh, there's also one called El Internado. Which is really good. Any Spanish
2: show is just worth watching. Fully support.
0: <laughs>
1: yes. I
0: think but I've honestly been watching a lot of like old show old I've just been re watching movies and
1: shows. I haven't really been watching new stuff. Same. I've also been rewatching stuff. But you know. You can also go watch rewatch. You can also go free watch some stuff.
0: Lots of Disney+, Plus, lots of old Disney movies. I've always been a Disney princess kind of girl, like, ever since I was young, so I just love watching those. Oh,
1: same. No, I've just got Disney+,
2: and I've been catching up on the Disney movies, too. <laughs> Tangled is my favorite. Tangled is the best. Flynn Rider is the best.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I don't know. For me, just all the songs in Tangled are good, and, like... I just can't. Like, I'll never forget, like, the lantern scene. That's just,
1: like, that's so good. Oh, no. The movie is a masterpiece. You can't
2: debate me on that. It's just the best.
0: Yeah, I
1: definitely think Tangled oh.
0: is kind of underrated by... Is it? It's an
2: underrated. I feel like people love it. Really?
0: I don't know. At least maybe I don't know that many people who like it. Like I feel like Frozen and, like, all of those ones are so hyped up. It's True. just, no...
1: They don't compare. Maybe, but but yeah, Tangle is the best one, and you can't change my mind. Yeah. So, moving on from Netflix and shows, we can talk about the book and how it has an all-female cast, which I think was really interesting. Well, mostly all-female cast
0: yeah definitely like i think personally i have never seen an all-female cast in a book like i don't think i've read any book that has an almost all-female cast like especially this one there was only two male
1: characters yeah same like i'm trying to remember if i i feel like there's not really and if there are maybe i just haven't come across it
0: or at least like there hasn't been one where the male characters are not really that significant and like this one even though there are two male characters, they like the book can go on without them. They both die.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the two male characters are dead. <laughs> so that tells you. Basically, it's an all-female cast. The two main char- the two male characters, are there to die. So that can tell you anything, everything you need to know about it. <laughs> oh my god!
0: I mean, I thought it was like a great book in terms of how women were portrayed. Like they were strong, individualistic characters. You know. They weren't like waiting for like some man to come and save them. They were surviving and fighting for themselves. But at the same time, they were a cohesive unit. You know, they worked together. They helped one another.
1: No, yeah, I think that's true. I feel like uh, that also comes from being a female author. Obviously, uh, a female author knows how to write realistic females also i like the fact that even though they were like fighting in between each other there was still girls supporting girls like it wasn't like you know the stereotypical girls against girls like talking shit about one another putting each other down that you see in books yeah there wasn't that in this book even though they were fighting each other yeah it
0: was like they were working together in a sense to all survive right Yeah, they did fight over food and a couple of necessities, but they never, I want to say, like, betrayed one another. There wasn't a big betrayal, like, what you might expect, like you said, when they're against one another. Yeah,
1: or they just, like, I feel like, yeah, there wasn't, like, any, like, jealousy or just, like, the normal, like, drama that you would associate with a bunch of girls together. Yeah, which I thought was really interesting. Obviously, we have some romances, some...
0: Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, there was some LGBTQ representation in the book as
1: well yeah the two the two male
2: the two main the two main
1: <laughs> the two main female characters make moves on each other and it's i feel like it's pretty explicit that there's something going
2: on
0: yeah but i also think it's not that de- it's like she didn't develop any of the main things i want to say like that romance, it's there, but it's not really,
1: like, developed. There's little scenes where they, like, you know, like, allude to there being a romance. Like, they either sleep, hugging each other, or, like, mm-hmm. they have different scenes where they imply that there's something between them, but it's never outright said. Up until, like, later, where, like, you know, like, in Hetty's mind, she's like, oh, there's something going on. But I don't think they ever say it, like, out loud. Yeah, I mean... It's definitely
0: not, like, a full-fledged romance. It is implied, I want to say, yeah. And it's cute, I guess, but, like, it's it's just, I don't know. Like, I felt like if she was going to write a romance
1: between them, she should have done more. Yeah, well, like, the rest of the book it's just lackluster.
2: It, <laughs> the whole book could have just been a little bit better.
0: Yeah, sorry. There's there's just a lot of disappointment. <laughs> yeah, we,
2: we sound bitter, but <laughs> we were expecting the book to be better, and it wasn't. Yeah, it was just i was expecting it to be phenomenal yeah maybe like and i didn't do that much like reading before reading the book so i don't know why i came in with such high expectations but i just came in with the expectations and they weren't (laughs) met.
0: Yeah, I mean, I feel like the cover kind of deceived me because the cover was immaculate.
2: It's so good. The cover is so good. So I don't understand.
0: The cover was beautiful. I loved it. And like, once you read the book, you'll understand why it's that way. But yeah, I just, you know, they say don't judge a book by the cover, but I think I kind of judged it.
2: (laughs) We should have. No, keeping up with things that were lackluster, I feel like the character descriptions, like I don't know, everything in the book just didn't exceed the expectations, it was
1: just like there, like I feel like it was very much, like in the character representations, I feel like they never implied race, and you and I were talking about this earlier, a few days ago, that like you can, like they say like, oh brown eyes and brown hair, and that's the extent of the description so everything else is basically left to the imagination like race and they all have like pretty regular names like reese taylor like they're not like you know names that you would associate with a race which i think was really interesting
0: definitely i did think that too um i mean obviously we know the main character is white her she is on the cover but yeah the others it's really up to your imagination
1: yeah no i just thought that was really interesting also the names i thought that i were weird <laughs>
0: Okay, yeah, Hetty and Byatt are, like, not normal.
1: Yeah, and the thing was, like, it was
2: only them, because all the rest of the names were normal. Like, Welsh, Taylor, Reese. I think there was a like, Julia in there. They were really normal names. <laughs> yeah, I know.
0: I especially, I thought, like, if she made all three main characters have kind of weird names, it would be, like, okay, yeah, like, they're the main characters. That's why their names are a little different. Well, like, why are only Byatt and Hetty's names, like, weird? I don't know. But authorial choices, I guess. Yeah,
2: she liked it, so what are we to say about it? (laughs) But I
0: guess some of the things I did like about the book, one of the scenes I want to say was probably
1: the orange, like, food fight scene. Oh, yeah, I like that one. I feel like that was one of the most Lord of the Fly-ish scenes because they're obviously all fighting against one another to survive, like, getting food and stuff. Also, yeah. Like the shampoo,
0: <laughs> yes, okay, the fact that they just mentioned that they always have shampoo, like even over like bread, I personally, I just thought it was like a funny little commentary that the author
2: put in there, oh, yeah, you need to have your priorities that's right. <laughs> they had them, you need to wash your hair. <laughs>
0: But going back to the um, orange food fight scene, I really liked it because of the descriptions. Because I felt like the way the author described the fighting, it was very brutal. No, yeah,
1: we are, we are going to talk about this later, but I felt like the book lacked risk. Like there was no like, um, what's the word? Oh, they're wearing any stakes. I feel like the book lacked in, like, stakes for the main characters at least. And that scene, the orange scene, was one of the few scenes where the main character was hurt. And you could, like, be like, oh, like, she is in, like, a dangerous of sorts.
0: I mean, okay, I kind of disagree. I think there were some high stakes in the book like I don't I mean I think the book is kind of it's like in that middle you know it's like you could interpret it as high stakes but you could also interpret it as low stakes so I do see what you're saying but I think for me like this book was more like it's kind of horror like it's, it's a little bit horror like at least in the beginning like I was like feeling kind of creeped out like the way they describe like some of the mutations that have happened to the girls like I just thought the descriptions were really good because i was feeling like the creepy crawlies
1: no i do agree i feel like even if the book lacked in other parts i feel like she did a great job of setting the scene explaining what the talks was and how it affected each girl individually i feel like that was really good but i just like and we'll talk about the later scenes the finale i feel like just a fight at the end I felt like, yeah, things were happening, but I didn't really feel like the characters were in that much danger, whereas even though we have a death in the middle of the
0: book, true, um but we'll, we'll get back we'll get back to that towards the end. But I do think like there was that scene with the the animal when they were coming back from getting the materials from the boat. The Boat Girls, when they were on their way back with Welsh, um, there was that scene with, I want to say it was like a cougar, or it was some kind of animal that was going to attack them. And I thought, I like, I felt kind of scared. Like, that was a high-stakes kind of scene. But I don't think there were that many.
1: Yeah, I feel like there were far and few between.
0: Yeah, like, you would expect more in that kind of a setting and, like, this kind of post-apocalyptic world
1: yeah, I thought that really one of the few scenes that I thought, oh, like the characters are really going through it and they're in danger was when they were fighting Reese's dad. I thought there, I really felt like, oh, Hetty could be in danger. Reese could actually be in danger because we never saw this character ever. And then he just came out of nowhere and attacked them. Oh God. Yeah, no,
0: that was scary. The description of the dad with all the vines. Oh yeah, with the
1: vines. Oh, oh my God, <laughs> no. A little much. Also, can we talk about how both male characters had the same mutation whereas like the girls had different mutations?
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I thought definitely thought that was interesting. Like, we don't know why both the men kind of had the st- same mutation. I think maybe some of the things might be due to the fact that they don't have like estrogen, which I think was one of the things that like Dr. Peretta was saying when she was looking it like examining by it and experimenting on her um yeah i definitely thought that was interesting because each of the girls are have a unique mutation like i want to say no two girls had the same mutation
1: yeah or if not they were similar but each in their own uniqueness which, yeah, I think it was definitely... I don't know, yeah. Maybe it was, like... They they never really explain it, so it's up to us to interpret how or why the male characters are the same and the females are so different.
0: But then, like, when Byatt was kidnapped, you know, and she was, like, getting tested on... And, you know, we were kind of figuring out a few of these things about, like, you know, why we meet Teddy, who Bayat kisses and transmits the tox, the disease, to, And, you know, he also... Gets the same vine mutation and eventually he kills himself.
1: Yeah, how did you feel about Bayet
2: getting kidnapped in just like the middle of the book? Because we didn't really know her.
0: Yeah, so there wasn't like, like I didn't feel sad that she got kidnapped. But Hetty obviously had a very emotional connection to Bayet. Like Bayet was like her sister. She considered her as her sister, right? So I I don't want to say I felt sad, but like I could understand where Hetty was coming from. But, like, just because there just wasn't that much development, I didn't, like, feel sad. And, like, even though we were in Hetty's like, first-person point of view, she I want to say she didn't really express her emotions as deeply as I would have expected if she was, like, losing a sister.
1: No, yeah, you were telling me that you thought it didn't read, like, first-person. Because, obviously... Like, I, I didn't realize that for me. It was like, oh, just a normal first-person book. But I thought that was really interesting that you called it out, that it really it really didn't feel like a first-person book. No, it felt
0: like a third-person book. Like, when I was reading it, I, I didn't really realize. And, like, yeah, I don't know if that's just, like, me or, like, my brain is just weird. I don't know. I just didn't feel like... It kind of felt like third-person. Like, I was just watching everything that was happening because... I just didn't feel the emotions of the characters. I don't know if she like did it, if the author intentionally wrote it that way to like make the girls seem like stronger and like not emotional, but I felt like it took away from them the book if she did
1: yeah I don't know I feel like yeah it was really interesting yeah I feel like it was more a spectator we we were seeing everything through Hetty's eyes or Byatt's eyes but we didn't through most of the time we didn't really know what they were thinking
0: yeah and then when Byatt was kidnapped I mean honestly I thought those were interesting scenes I want to say I liked those scenes better in some cases than like the writing for
1: Hetty oh same I think Byatt was the best part of the book because there was action it was more in interesting like you said scenes were shorter there was a more sense of danger she was actually gonna die
0: and then obviously we meet like different people right we meet like dr peretta and they're doing experiments on by it and like I don't know. For me, I was like thinking, oh, is this like ethical, like the way she's written the book? Like, is Dr. Peretta an
1: ethical person with the way she's treating it? Yeah, I thought that the theme of like human testing was really interesting because obviously, yeah, the ethics of human testing and animal testing are a very sensitive topic. And I think, you know, it's the way it's brought up in the book, it's in a, a more unethical way. Like Bayat is obviously being held against her will. She's being yeah. tested on all the girls are being tested on without their knowledge or consent which i think it's obviously could be a commentary to how a lot of testing could be be done in that way and shouldn't be done in that way
0: yeah i definitely agree and then you know like at the end by it gets gassed right and you know she kind of she kind of consents to it that like she's like okay it's fine like this is my end i'm okay with you know kind of dying but like it's I felt like it was weird that like no one tried to help her even though she had like a mutation and stuff she was still part human and I feel like usually in those kind of situations you always see like someone who's trying to help the victim and like get them out of there and like okay we knew Reese and Hetty were trying to save her and find her but nobody in the army base was trying to help her.
1: Yeah, but, like, we know they're all staff trying to figure out this virus, so I feel like you couldn't interpret that, obviously, they don't, they want to figure out the cure, so they're gonna do everything they can to figure out the cure.
0: (laughs) Okay, true, yeah, I mean, what I said is a very movieistic and, like, not
1: realistic point of view. (laughs) Yeah no, like when they say that she's subject 0-09 or oh nine, she's yeah. subject number nine. There obviously have yeah. been eight other subjects that they've tried things on and have died. So it 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 gives you a tell that they don't really care about the people they're experimenting on. They just want to figure out the cure. Yeah,
0: I mean even the fact that they call her a number is like in it's less personal, right? So they don't make connection to her. Yeah.
1: It's just sad. Poured a little by it. (laughs) I
0: know. And then she gets gassed, and you know we think she's dead, but haha, she is not. (laughs) She is not. (laughs) But yeah, after after the gas scene, everything goes to shit. It is
1: though, actually. (laughs) Like we go back to Hetty's point of view. And it's just chaos. Yeah, no, that's where we get, like, the pacing just gets fucked up. Because now there's 40
2: things happening at once. There's a bear. There's a teacher betraying them and gassing them. There's people dying left and right. It's too much. They're still trying to find bio. (laughs) It's all over the place.
0: Yeah, and it's crammed in, like, what, 30 pages? Yeah, also,
2: I think Reese also gets kidnapped at some point.
0: (laughs) Oh, Yeah. And then Taylor turns, and the headmistress is actually evil, and she tries to kill them by gassing them, but, like... Too much!
2: Too much is happening at once, like, I couldn't keep track.
0: (laughs) Yeah, there's just so much happening in the last 30 pages, it's just, like, what the heck? And, you know, after the gassing scene, we're, like, we're not even close to an end, because they haven't even found, like, the connection that she might be at, like, the Navy headquarters, so... Like, recent Hetty, they don't even know that. So, they have to find all of that out, too. From the headmistress. Yeah, so it's just like, what the heck is happening?
1: So. No, yeah, I feel like that was the point where I was like, the fuck?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Literally. So, yeah, all of that chaos kind of happens. And then, you know, somehow they get a boat and they get to the Navy and they find Byet. And, you know, they're like, she's dead, we can't take her. And then, magically, Bayet is not dead. She is
2: alive! Woo!
0: Woo! <laughs> and she's kind of like cut the tox out of her. And they like find the slimy little worm, I think. And they realize that that's the tox. And you know, but it does
1: not remember who they are. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. They say that she has no recognition in her eyes. And like, she, like one of the yeah. things she was saying before she died was that she wanted to die as her own person. She was okay with the mutation. She was okay with the talk. She was just going to die as herself. Whereas other girls are not as okay with the yeah. mutation and the talk. And then, of course, she gets it out. And then when she wakes up, she doesn't recognize like anything. So that could be like, oh, maybe she's not herself anymore.
0: Yeah, because the mutation became a part of her. And by it is, like you said, the only character who really accepts the mutation as a part of herself. And I thought that was interesting because none of the other girls are able to. But it might have to do with her background and, like, her family and stuff, so. Yeah. But then they rescue her. And while they're doing that, they read, like, all of these notes that Peretta has made and, like, other scientists. And one really good thing I think the book did was highlight climate change because it's kind of there, and, like, the book implies it. It's not, yeah, it's not overly explicit, that you know climate change is the reason why they have all mutated on the island and and why the changes have happened to them like you know it wasn't just the girls who had mutations like the animals did as well like the plant life everything changed and so like I thought that was interesting because you know they describe how they found these twin graphs that like talked about tracking climate and how like the temperatures have increased in Rackster over time And then they also, like, throughout the book, give examples of how some of the animals have changed. Like, I remember one is, like, the crabs. They had gills and lungs, so they could survive in water and land. And I think it was really interesting because there was one line that they said, which was, see how a body will change to give you the best chance it can. And I feel like that just speaks of survival, and survival is a main theme in the book.
1: No, yeah. I thought it was, like peculiar how how the book associates climate change with the changing of the person so climate change is directly affecting the living things on the island instead of like how we know it whereas it's climate change affecting something else which then indirectly affects us as human beings
0: yeah i think the book kind of warns about possible dangers of climate change in the future that you know, might not be far off. Obviously, those are not the exact changes that we see in our day-to-day life, like you explained, but who knows the future we never know what it holds right yeah
1: like in the book climate change like gives you a mutation and for us it could be like you know rising temperatures the melting of icebergs it's a different representation but it's both the same thing it's affecting the living things in the planet
0: yeah exactly so on that note i kind of think that's basically the main things that i wanted to talk about about the book
1: anything you wanted to bring up no i think that's all like we said we had very Look warm thoughts about the book. I thought, you know, it was an interesting read. I would say, would you recommend it? I think I would recommend yeah. it.
0: I would recommend it, but I don't think it should be at the top of anyone's list. Like, it's a good read, it's a short read, it's not long it's pretty easy to follow um, same if you
1: want just like a yeah like a quick read something to like maybe you're in an airplane ride not that anyone I think yes plane reads <laughs> I don't think anyone's flying that many planes but if you find yourself in a plane and want something to pass the hours I think this could be a really good book but nothing that you're gonna yeah. expect too much from just like a quick pastime yeah just a
0: quick a fun read that you you know nothing special But you know what? Next week, next week is going to be it. Yes, so we're going to, so next week we're going to be doing a series. So it's going to be two episodes. We're doing Crooked Kingdom and, oh, sorry, Six of Crows and Crooked Kingdom. Um, which are Alexa's favorite books. So
2: she's definitely going to go off,
0: and it's going to be so much fun. Yeah, so no.
2: <laughs> so no, yeah. So join us next week because we are obviously going to have many thoughts and many
1: emotions.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, it's going to be a fun time. but So we're going to be doing those books in two different episodes so next week is gonna be Six of Crows the week after Crooked Kingdom
1: yeah also we wanna tell you guys that for our fifth episode we're gonna do a hate special (laughs) alright not a hate exactly but like a highly disliked special yeah basically be- a high special we're gonna for every five books we read it's gonna be a book we really dislike so we're just gonna rant about it. think of it as a ranting special we're yeah. gonna just rant about a book or a series of books that we really <laughs> dislike and you can join us while we get our own negative emotions out <laughs>
0: yeah exactly so if you're feeling the same way you know join us on the haze
1: yes (laughs) no i think this is it it was nice of you guys to join us today we'll expect you next time yeah hopefully
0: (laughs) yep hopefully and like always please give us feedback and comment we're always looking to improve Uh, hope you guys were able to relate with some of the things we talked today and that we gave you some good recommendations on wilder girls yeah
1: so we'll see you next time bye bye